0: Welcome to the Learning Scientist Podcast, a podcast for teachers, students, and parents about evidence-based practice and learning. Hi, welcome to the Learning Scientist Podcast. In today's episode, we are going to talk about the resources that we have available on our website, learningscientists.org. We've been running the website and our project now for almost eight years. We started in January of 2016 and so, um, we just want to talk about what we have on the website. It's evolved a fair amount in the last almost eight years. We know that many of our podcast listeners can get the podcast directly into podcasting apps on their phones. And while you can listen to the podcast on the website, we know most people don't. And so we just want to make sure that everybody who listens to the podcast is aware of the other resources we have available. So probably first and foremost, if you're going to our website, I think
1: Most folks probably start with our downloadable resources. We have posters about the six strategies for effective learning that we talk about. We have posters that have all six strategies on them and then separate posters for each one. We've got them in black and white and in color and in different languages. So lots of options if you'd like to print out a poster. Okay. And then we also have um, uh, slide decks, right? So PowerPoint slides that if you wanted to walk through some of the um, strategies with, say, students or maybe even other faculty or teachers that you wanted to share this with, um, there's slides there so you can easily walk through them. One
0: of the other things that is great about the slides is that they basically just break down each section of the poster into small chunks. And so you might want, if you're a teacher, you might want to give the posters to the students. But if you give them that whole page... They might kind of look at different pieces of it and not really digest each each form. And so what you can do is actually go through the slides so that you're controlling what portion they are looking at at any given moment and talk through what's going on in that section and maybe even as you're talking describe how you want the students to use the, that portion within your class or you could describe how you're going to implement the strategy within the class that type of thing and then you can move along piece by piece piece. And then after that, give them the poster so that they have everything there to reference later. So the the posters and the slides really, they involve the exact same content. They just serve slightly different purposes, whether it's a one pager with everything, or you want to break it down and then add your own discussion, elaboration, examples, etc., as you go through. Want to get really cute. We've got bookmarks.
2: So we have bookmarks, but we also have stickers. Oh, we do have we have stickers. stickers? So we have <laughs> stickers. Yes, we have sticker templates for rewards and for reminders. So we can print out those retrieval practice, interleaving, concrete example stickers and use them in the classroom, um, you know, to reward students or maybe students want to pick their favorite strategy and, um, and just attach the sticker on their um, on their clothes. Because this happens all the time with my son. He comes home with a whole bunch of stickers on his T-shirt. And um, why not use um, learning strategies? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> or like that could be the
1: reward for students that they demonstrate their use of a strategy so they get that sticker on their Ooh, assignment. As Collect well. it like
2: badges, yes. like a sash. Ooh, yeah. I like
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to see a lot more downloads of the stickers now <laughs> than right in <laughs> the
3: past. <laughs> uh, the other big component or at least a thing that I spend most of my time with on uh, the website is our blog um, where we have a weekly blog we rotate through either one of us writes it we have guest blogs we welcome guest blogs at, through our guest blog submission form on the website
0: you can access the guest blog submission form just by clicking on any guest blog that has been published and if you scroll to the bottom there should be a little are you interested in, in a guest blog and if you click that it We'll bring you to some some guidelines and instructions, and there's a form that you can fill out, um, and we ask for some very specific information because that helps us get a sense of of kind of what it is that you want to write. And um we we also vet to make sure that everything is evidence-based and peer-reviewed. If you're a teacher or a student or or some other educator in some way that's using one of the strategies that's really well-established on our blog, we don't really need the peer-review references. We know that retrieval practice has evidence supporting its effectiveness. It's the reason why we talk about it all the time and all the other strategies. So don't worry about references for that type of thing. But if you're talking about something else... We want to make sure that in your guest blog, you will provide those peer review citations. And so giving us a sense of the type of citation that you're going to include um, is really helpful. And it it helps us kind of get through some of the, you know, people who are, um, I think, very well-intentioned in trying to get their work published and say like, hey, I can write about anything. Here's a bulleted list of things that I can do. But but don't really demonstrate that what they're going to write is based on evidence. And of course, we're only going to publish it if if it's based on evidence or in some situations – there might be some more opinion or um, examples that don't necessarily have evidence, and then that's going to be made very clear within within the writing. So, so clear that there's no way anyone could miss it. Yeah. So consider submitting, and of course, you know, it doesn't have to be polished or perfect at this point. We just we just want to get a sense and and know that you know what we're all about and what types of things we publish, and it's not a random. A random email from a random person. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. And we also have digests where we'll go through and try to find a collection of resources um, about a particular topic. Um, If there's anything you'd like to see, we would also encourage and welcome feedback on that.
2: Another thing we have on our website are videos. So um, you can find videos of the six strategies in there. Very short videos um, tailored to um, to students. And um, you can share them, use them in the classroom and so on. And then we are also on YouTube. And on there you can find more videos. Mainly videos that we record as first initial exclusive content for our Patreon page. And then after a while, I don't know how long, maybe a year or something like that, we release the videos on, on YouTube. And, um, those videos are office hour videos. So each month, one of us will record a short video of a topic that sparks their interest, that came up in discussion, that they read a paper on, or anything that, um, attracted our attention. And we record those uh, short videos in a very informal style just really talking to the camera um, and trying to explain, let's say, a paper or introduce a new teaching approach or new way to apply the strategy. So it's quite fun.
0: And sometimes our Patreon supporters actually ask us a question, and we, you know, sometimes that's where we get the idea. And of course, you know, Patreon supporters, small donations are super helpful, large donations are also helpful. But really, it's the Patreon supporters that help us keep the website up and running, that allow us to continue to produce the podcast, um, that allow us to pay somebody um, near and dear to all of our hearts to edit the podcast because. We are not perfect by any stretch of the imagination and allows us to just keep the resources um, freely available to anyone who's interested in learning. So if you can support us on the patro- our Patreon page, it's Learning Scientists and Patreon, um, you're welcome to do so. And then you can gain access to those videos early and even ask us a question there. But everything on our website is freely available Um, at learningscientist.org. So that's totally optional and something to do if if you feel that you can and you want to. So the only exception to that free
1: comment is that we do have um, a part of the website that includes the books that we have written. And so Megan co-wrote a book called Understanding How We Learn, A Visual Guide. Althea co-wrote a book called Five Teaching and Learning Myths Debunked. And then the four of us wrote a book together. um, And that's Ace That Test, A Student's Guide to Learning Better. Uh, You may have heard about that one. We've been talking about it a little bit. We're just a little bit excited about releasing that one because that was just earlier this year. Um, and so I think that we we at least used to, we're trying to keep updated a discount code for Ace That Test. Um, sometimes that gets changed. So we, we try to keep that updated though on the website so that you can get a discount if you buy it through our
0: website. And then are there other resources on that page? We also have an other resource page on the website that links to some... Some resources outside of our website um, that are also generally freely available. So retrievalpractice.org is one. Deans for Impact is another. Um, There's a handful there that um, students... Teachers, educators, parents would find um, interesting and useful. We also have a student FAQ that we are working on. So that, that page is um, a little under construction to some extent, but the very top item on that FAQ is basically help. I'm a student. What do I'm trying? I'm supposed to be studying for this thing. What do I do? And we walk through the ways that a student can engage in studying for whatever assessment they're trying to prepare for and it guides them through the website so that um, so that they're not just left totally in the dark in, in trying to navigate what has really become a large a large archive of content, actually speaking about archive. Yeah, so
1: I, the blog archive is actually the way that I access pretty much everything through the website at this point myself. Um, so all of our blogs are tagged um, as you know who they were written by, whether it's a learning scientist post or a guest post, et cetera, um, who it's written for. And most of those are for educators, but we do have quite a few that are specifically written for students and some for researchers or parents. And then the topic. So let's say you're really interested in learning more about spaced practice. If you go into the blog archive, there's a tag for spaced practice. You can click on that and it just gives you every blog that we've written that hits on that topic in some way. So we've got lots of different tags there, not just the six strategies, but also things like motivation and time management and things like that, that are definitely related to learning and do come up on the blog. And so again, you can find those directly through the blog archive, which I think is super useful.
3: So those are the resources we have on the website. And again, we just thought, um, since you can get the podcast wherever you can get podcasts, that that may not be the website. Um, so if you go to learningscientists.org, uh, we hope that there's something there for you, some useful resources. Um, that we're really proud of and happy to share with you.
0: This episode is funded by listeners like you. To support our work and gain access to exclusive content, visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash learningscientists.